Hideout Podcast. I'm your host Dustin, um, and I'm going to be doing this solo for today because I want to go and recap day number one in Salem Horror Fest 2021. This is uh, Salem Horror Fest Part Five, is what they're uh, labeling it this year, which I think is absolutely awesome. So I'm going to be um, pretty much going over the, the first three films that I watched uh, this year that happened on Friday, uh, um, and. All three of these movies are very good in their own ways. There's one I'm going to be highlighting the most that I think stood out uh, the most for me personally. I like all of these films, especially all the ones I've seen on day two. I unfortunately had to miss day three just because I had to take care of some personal stuff. Uh, Aaron is not here today because this is a kind of a middle of the week thing. Our schedule is like all over the place this month because of Salem Horror Fest and uh, trying to get all of our Halloween reviews done, and we're also getting some other interviews lined up, which I will be maybe hinting at at the very end of this podcast. I will be putting out a big post later this week uh, announcing this uh, very big uh, guest that I'm very happy to have on, and it's, it's very exciting to be going to these events and meeting people and talking to people and building relationships with people that you wouldn't be able to any other any other time. This is why going to festivals and supporting um, uh, whether it's a low budget film or an indie film or something that was just done to go and support festivals like this so you can meet these people, ask them the questions of like what made you want to do this, How, what got you into this, was there any hardships going uh, into making this film or whatnot, and also, you know, tr kind of getting a behind the look, um, well, behind the scenes look at how films are made and the people behind them, and realizing that they are just regular people, just like us, and they're just out there doing things that they absolutely love, and they're they're showing it for the first time at these festivals. Usually, especially at the Salem Horror Fest, a lot of these are world premieres or ones that, or they're films that were never shown on like our side of the world, you know. And also, definitely just world premieres in general, ones that um uh, were never shown anywhere. And uh, I am so thankful to be part of this this year and to pretty much give a voice to some of these films that I think stand out, and just to even go over all the ones that. I enjoyed, but just didn't stand out 
as much as I thought they were going to, and we'll be going into more of that later this week. There's going to be a couple of episodes being thrown out every week this month of October because of how hectic our schedule is. So I'm recording this one on Monday, and it's actually going to be going out tonight for everybody. And then we're going to be recording another one on Thursday. That one might not go out until Friday. None of these are going to be Patreon exclusive first. I want these to be released to everybody because I want everybody to be um, pretty much aware of what this festival is. And if you guys still want to attend it, it's not too late. Because they are going to be doing the second weekend in person. Which is this week starting the... Uh, what, what day is that? The 8th, I believe, or the 9th on Friday. And ending on the 11th for in-person stuff. And then at the end of the month, the 22nd through the 31st, they will be having the virtual part of Salem Horror Fest. So if you wanted to catch these movies and you weren't able to do it in person, they will be there virtually for everybody, regardless of where you are in the world. And I will be putting links to everything uh, on these episodes that are coming out in case if anybody wants to take part of it. But before we jump into it, I want to go over some socials and let you guys know where you can find us and any other things that I feel like I need to bring out and let everybody be aware of. So first of all, where you guys can find us and especially me is on Twitter. I'm on there more than anywhere else. I, I pretty much say that every episode, but it's true. And it's just the BHO underscore podcast. You can also find Aaron there. He's also on Twitter and it's double um, A, I think it's AA row with a three at the end. So it's double A-A-R-O-W with a three at the end. And uh, that's his Twitter handle. And that's also his Instagram handle. So if you guys want to go follow Aaron and, you know, see what he's up to, you guys can go and drop him some uh, follows and stuff there. Also, our, the podcast Instagram, which is the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. I'm on there pretty much just posting um, videos and pictures lately of Salem Horror Fest over the weekend. So if you guys want to see what it was like there in person, you can go over and check that out. There's also a really cool video. Aaron and I walked through a little uh, haunted, I wouldn't really call it a haunted house, but it was like a wax um, uh, museum, sort of. It's very small, but it's really cool. And there was a few jump scares and stuff, and it was really, really cool to go through. It kind of brings you through different types of creatures and stuff and you get to like look at the wax figures and you have like a little lantern and you have to like hold it up and and see what's going on and read little plaques and you can also find us on youtube that's where all of our archives are for all of the streams and any of the episodes and that's just the barons hideout underscore podcast and if you guys like to partake in episodes and Go and ask some questions about films that we are covering every Saturday, except for the next couple of weeks. Um, we stream on Twitch at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. Uh, reason why we're taking the next couple of weeks off is because of Salem Horror Fest, and I'm actually going to be going away at the end of the month, too. So we're just trying to kind of record everything during the week without having to have an online presence so we can just get them out, make sure they're good we might do like one live stream before i head out and that will be with um uh, lk drums we will be doing our halloween uh, kind of review with him and just going over some specific parts of the films because we already went over it before and um our idea right now is we're going to be starting recording our halloween um movie reviews this thursday we're going to be pre-recording them 
and we're gonna start at Halloween 2 just because you already did Halloween 1 and I figured it'd be really cool to just wait until the live stream to go and um, re redo, redo it with um, LK Drums. He's also a drummer on Twitch so if you guys want to go and support him you can go follow him there or even on his Instagram which is just LK Drums. Um, you can also find us uh, for on our Patreon if you guys want to get exclusive um, and first access to all the episodes it's just the Baron's hideout underscore podcast and all you gotta do is pledge one dollar a month and you guys get access to the video and audio formats a day before it goes live everywhere else and I think it's a really good deal it's a lot better than having to go on our twitch and watch all the VODs on there by having to sub like five dollars a month I, I think that's a little crazy and the only reason why I turned it over to subs only for the VODs is to kind of keep track of where everybody's watching or listening to the podcast. It's it's a lot easier that way. Um, and I think also you guys can find us on TikTok, which I haven't really been posting that much on there, and I'm trying to do some more promos and whatnot once things kind of slow down. I will probably be putting some uh, Salem Horror Fest videos up on there this weekend, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you can just find us there, and it's just the BHO underscore podcast. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for our socials. I covered Aaron stuff, uh, my stuff, the podcast stuff. Uh, you guys can also uh, get some shirts and stuff if you want on our Teespring. I'm wearing one right now. It says, what the fuck is going on? And it's got Aaron and myself on it as zombies, and I think it's really, really cool. You guys can go over there, and that's just uh, Baron's Hideout underscore podcast on Teespring. If you guys want the merch... We have our new logo up over there on some shirts and whatnot. Um, it's really cool. I want to add some more stuff to it, but uh, I'm not sure what to do right now. <laughs> but um, that will be later on once we start getting some traction over there. And uh, hopefully everybody's saying hello to Sam because he is my uh, co-host today. He won't be saying much, but he will be looking at you dead in the eyes. So um, everybody say hello to Sam. I love this mask so much. Trick or Treat Studios rocks. Um, but uh, let's jump into what this weekend was like, especially the first day in Salem. So I go to Salem almost on a regular basis because Aaron and I are Massachusetts uh, natives and we live only like an hour away from Salem, so it's really not that bad to drive. I've been driving back and forth every day just because it's not that far and I also don't have uh, enough money to go and spend the night over and also I have a son and a fiance, so I like to come home to them. But to start off, the first movie I saw on Friday, and it started at 7 p.m., it was Miracle Valley. And I actually have um, kind of like the breakdown and a director and everything over here on my phone, so I'm just going to read it off for you guys, throw all these movies, just so you guys can get an idea of what these movies are about. So Miracle Valley. An obsessive photographer and his girlfriend are invited to a desert getaway in search of an ultra-rare ultra rare bird. Fortune, fame, and mending their fading relationship turns a takes a turn at the hands of a sinister force where they face demons from both past, present, and future. And it was directed by Greg Sestero. I'm probably going to butcher these names, and I am very, very sorry. But this was a world premiere. It was about an hour and a half. It was really good. Um, I don't want to spoil too much of the plots of these movies, and I don't want to go too far uh, into them because I want people to watch them yourselves and especially if you guys can catch this on the virtual part of the Salem Horror Fest but yeah it's about 
a, a guy and his uh, girlfriend who meet up with some friends in like a desert and he's trying to go and make a fortune by getting this picture of this bird and then they stumble upon pretty much <coughs> excuse me pretty much a cult at first and things start going really haywire uh, the girlfriend gets trapped uh, people do get killed there's a lot of like blood sacrifices and a lot of um, what they do is that they they use blood and they're trying to find a specific type of blood that's supposedly a god blood it's very very interesting I don't want to go too far into it but um if you guys like rituals uh, cults uh, deserts pretty cool kills uh, sequences this is a really cool movie and it was it was really fun to watch a lot of these movies were super fun like the time this goes by because of how much fun you're having watching these movies there's maybe like one or two that was kind of slogging for me uh, but that's kind of to be expected not everything is going to be what you're hoping for or looking for but for the most part everything is very enjoyable so that was the first movie I, I watched and it was really, really fun. It was a Miracle Valley, once again. Uh, I'm going to jump to the last one because the second movie I watched is the one I'm going to highlight the most on this. But uh, the last movie that they played for that night was uh, What Happens Next Will Scare You. And let me pull up the information on this one. So, pretty much the plot is working late on their Halloween feed a motley crew of internet journalists share their top 13 scariest viral videos but when our early access curses when an early entry sorry <laughs> an early entry curses our sneaky our snarky hipsters they must distinguish fact from fiction before a tidal wave of terrifying supernatural activity leads to real life murders and this was directed by Chris uh, uh, La Martina, who also did um, UHF uh, Halloween special, which is on the um, on Shutter right now. So he's done stuff in the past, and this was really fun. It's kind of like the same thing as that. It's an anthology, pretty much. It's about a group of people who work on a viral video company pretty much and they, they're trying to get clicks and stuff and trying to build uh, more revenue that the boss is like sinking and she wants to cut people so what she does is that she brings people the three no four people into like a boardroom and there's some other people outside like the janitor the security guard and I guess like the uh, assistant so it's a small cast and a lot of these are small casts because I think most of these were kind of filmed during quarantine uh, which is pretty cool that they were able to pull off a lot of the stuff that they did during that time and obviously they were as safe as they possibly could be you know but um yeah they they're on pretty much a round table and they just go one by one showing um certain videos that are scary some of them are really funny some of them do uh come off a little scary and some of them are just like why why is this part of it but it's kind of all the plot like it depends on the person there's a guy there who is like really into music and he's always listening to music to review them so he's always bringing up like um audio files and stuff and then as a girl who's really obsessed with this one i guess i will say like knockoff youtuber and then another one was very into old tapes and then the like the main girl she was kind of all over the place a little bit but it was really 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 fun and like shit starts happening there's like um 
almost like an exorcism about to happen because someone was possessed and it pretty much comes down to like whatever they were watching on the film or like on on the screen when they're going through the the websites and everything to find these viral videos that would be scary and bring more clicks to their company things would happen around them and then they would start pretty much coming to life it's it's very very cool and um it's definitely something you should watch when it's uh released to everybody or if you can go to a film fest or even take part in salem horror fest for the virtual part you guys can watch it then as well i'm pretty sure it's part of it not all the films are going to be in the virtual fest but a big chunk of them will be and um, i'm pretty sure yes it will be it, it states it on their website if it's going to be part of the fest or not and it's uh it's very good. I I really think everybody should check this one out, especially if you like a UHF Halloween special. Check that, check it out on Shutter if you haven't seen it. It's very very good. It's like an anthology. But yeah, that was really really fun. And now we're gonna get to pretty much the main one that stood out the most, pretty much over the whole weekend, besides one other film that we'll get to on Thursday because Aaron also really enjoyed it as well. So we're gonna be getting to a movie called Two Witches. And the plot summary is pretty much this. A witch uh, passes on her sinister inheritance to her granddaughter, triggering horrific curses. And this was really cool. And it was directed by um, Pierre... Oh, God, he's French, so I'm not going to be able to say this. Um, Sigardius? I think that's how you would say that. I'm awful with names, guys. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, but his first name is Pierre, and he's he was really cool. The the director and his assistant, I guess producer, was there. So that's another really cool thing about this fest is that you get to meet the directors or actors, or both, you know, or in like the producers and the writers and stuff that are there. And it was really really cool to uh, to pretty much hear them talk about the process of going through this film. Uh, before we jump into it, one thing that they were talking about was like they're French, and they were saying how thrilled they were to be here in America because uh, they, f I think they said they filmed this in California and they had American actors with them so they're like this is really cool uh, to be able to work with American actors for this film instead of like back home because um, they wanted to I think their goal was to kind of branch it out to everybody and that's why they wanted to, to make it here and they did a very good job. It's it's really cool, really really cool film because it start it has, th I think it's three different parts and it's labeled out. So it's like part one, I forget what the parts were named, but they like focuses on like one group, and then there's uh, part two that focuses on another group, and then there's like a sort of like a part three that combines everybody um, into the story and it makes it all one. So it's pretty much just like, it's two witches. It starts off with this one um, older witch pretty much stalking this girl, uh, puts a curse on her and um, I think it's her boyfriend. I think it's boyfriend, I don't think they're married yet, but she's pregnant and um, they're going to meet friends. But the girlfriend, uh, they're eating dinner and sees like this witch like looking at her and she was feeling funny. And then that night she um, was sleeping. They were both sleeping, but like things were happening. Her mind was going crazy. She was hearing things. Um, she was getting visions of this witch and other things that would be happening to her. And then she 
like wakes up and walks over to a door open and the door is like opening and then i think she opens it more the and there's like uh the witch that we saw at the beginning there and then she turns around and her boyfriend's in bed and he's like going all like crazy like it's possessed and then she wakes up but she's hearing like the shutters on the window go and everything it's really cool there's a lot of suspenseful um parts in this uh movie and it's it feels like this could be happening near you and that's what i i like about this film too because there's not that many um like areas that they're going to like not a lot of like um sceneries it's really just like a house um a, a little bit of fields and then like another house but it, everything kind of is in like one area and uh so the first part uh, pretty much leads to um <laughs> the uh, girlfriend having to be put into like a mental a mental institution i think the boyfriend is killed um i don't want to spoil it too much and then this uh second party the friends had to go to for the house and i guess um the the boyfriend and girlfriend were there the girlfriend was very um spiritual and they tried opening up like a ouija board and shit happens and you know how that goes in horror movies when everybody tries to use a ouija board and like oh nothing's gonna go wrong just uh follow just a few s simple steps and um you'll be you'll be good um so that's pretty much part one and then part two we we join with another group uh of two girls it's um a girl named masha who's played by rebecca kennedy who she she's pretty um uh, well known around she does a lot of like tv work and she is in a couple other horror films she does like more like I don't want to say minor roles in movies or in TV, but she's definitely somebody you recognize. It's like she's very um, recognizable. And there was a, another girl who, um, let me pull it up because I totally forget what um, what she played in, but she was in something else. Give me one second, guys. So it's Christina um, Blebby, I think um, you say her name. So she was in Hellboy, like the first one. Uh, actually, no, she was in the, the remake one, but she was also in the Halloween the, um, remake for Rob Zombie. She played um, Linda. And she's also done like some more like um, voice work for video games and such. So she's like another big name. So, and that's another thing that like Pierre was talking about, is, like being able to work with like well-known, uh, established actresses in America was very, very cool, or even actors. So they, um, they're, they're roommates and uh masha is a little a little weird uh what was her i forget what the other girl's name was in this crap one second uh she played rachel so rachel and masha are uh roommates um i don't know if it's for a college thing or if they were just trying to um share rent or whatever it, it may be but they share like an apartment and Masha is like pretty much fucking this guy and they're, they're going at it and then she's like I want to do something special like do do I mean a lot to you and the guy's like yeah you, you can do whatever you want so she starts going crazy and her eyes start turning white and going like ridiculously fast and like making shit move so it's like okay so Masha's a witch also and we get to learn later on through um things that masha says to rachel and also um some flashbacks and whatnot that her grandmother is a witch and she's pretty much dying and it was the girl in the first part of the film 
and she's like once her grandmother dies she's gonna get all the, the powers and she'll be really really strong uh, she starts kind of manipulating with um, uh, Rachel and more shit starts happening she's like putting curses on things um, and this is around I believe it was Christmas time and the plan for Rachel was that she was gonna go visit her mother and uh, uh, instead of Rachel showing up this is like towards the end of the film I don't want to spoil too much for you guys but towards the end of the film Masha arrives instead of Rachel and uh, she pretty much introduces like I won't say invades like Rachel's mom's home but she pretty much does she just like invites herself in she has a present for her and she's like I want you to open up the present and Masha has like this way of kind of persuading people to do things and if they don't do it she gets really upset and will hurt them <laughs> so she uh, essentially makes Rachel's mom open up the present and it's a rabbit and Rachel's like you don't I mean Masha's like you don't recognize your daughter so Masha turned Rachel into a goddamn rabbit and snaps her neck and she's like I want you to look underneath the table because that was your daughter and like she's like so serious and really crazy like I would not want to fuck with this lady at all um, regardless of like any witches like if I know there was like a bad presence I would try to either put them on my side or I would run away uh, but yeah she looks under the table and sees her daughter Rachel dead and some more ties from the first part of the film come in uh, Masha essentially gets burned alive and some more craziness happens and I don't want to spoil the ending for you guys um, one thing I will say is when you do see this movie, wait until after the credits because there is an after credit scene and it ties in a little bit more and brings everything together more at the end so you can really see what was going on and uh, where certain characters are now at the end of it. But it was really, really fun and I think Two Witches was definitely the highlight of the weekend for me except for like one or two other films that was on day two. I really wish I was able to go on day three. I had it all planned out, but I had to skip it because there was stuff I had to take care of at home, unfortunately. And there was a lot of uh, George Romero stuff that was happening because this year, Salem Horror Fest is uh, associated with the George A. Romero Foundation and giving out awards for the fellowship. I think it's, I think they're calling it a fellowship. Uh, and giving awards to certain uh, movies that will be put under, you know, um, directors' wings and stuff, and learning a little bit more about the industry and being able to make their movies um, shine and do more things, which I think is really, really cool. That um, Salem Horror Fest and especially Kay Lynch, who is the, uh, the director and creator of Salem Horror Fest, was able to pull all this together, especially during the times that we're in right now. And a huge, huge huge thank you to Kay Lynch we uh we met in person for like the first time essentially on Saturday Aaron and I and it was it was really really good I know she had a lot going on so I don't want to hold her on for too long and ask too many questions so it was really good to just kind of say hi and like good job and I, I love everything that she does and that the the crew and everything anybody who helps out there all the volunteers are absolutely amazing in Salem Horror Fest um, I'm not really intending for this episode to be super duper long 
Uh, but there is one thing I want to say. I'm going to announce it here just because it already is set in stone. Uh, I'm not sure if Aaron is going to be uh, being part of this. I hope he is, but I'm not sure how his work schedule is going to be for that day. I tried to make it um, so he could be here, but we'll see what happens. I'll update everybody. But So we have a pretty much our first time big interview coming October 20th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time with Rebecca Kennedy who played Masha in Two Witches and I am super thrilled I'm not going to put out a big post about this until later in the week but for anybody who does listen to this podcast today you will be the first to know uh, just because I don't want to I don't know I just feel like it's weird doing it the day of getting the announcement. So I'm going to give it a couple of days. And I also told her that I'm going to announce it later in the week to let her know um, on the socials. But I think the podcast is okay. So I'm very, very excited for that. And we're just kind of going to go through, um, you know, ask her questions about how the film was and how it was like making it. Uh, I know she's been in some other horror titles and stuff. So I, I want to know how this differs from it. But yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to go over for this episode and just highlight what was going on there in person and how it was and how these films were and just the overall experience was absolutely amazing. Everybody there super nice and getting to meet other people that traveled here from across the world or, well, not really across the world, but in the uh, United States, at least. Uh, I don't think we can get people from outside of the U.S. into the U.S. right now. I'm not sure if there's still a travel band up. But there were a couple of people from uh, Texas that were here, and I think there was a couple of people from Maine as well. So it was really cool to kind of see uh, how big this festival is and how many people really do care about it. Uh, the, another thing I want to mention is that they are doing a fundraiser right now for um the um pretty much abortion laws in texas i will be linking that in the socials and everything also and another thing they're doing for a um, fundraiser is the george a romando foundation R romando romero <laughs> george a romero foundation they're also raising money over there to help other filmmakers and keep horror alive you know so all that stuff will be listed in all of the descriptions and I will be uploading this tonight so thank you for everybody who is going to tune in on this I know it's kind of a weird one-off thing but we will be coming back on Thursday to review part two well pretty much day two of Salem Horror Fest but um seriously thank you for everybody who does listen to our episodes and um, for getting us to be able to in interview these um, actors and directors and getting to know other people and it's just a, an actual dream come true I was never expecting anything like this to happen through this podcast it was kind of just a, a something for fun and just review movies but it's definitely becoming its own beast and it's really cool to have everybody who's listening kind of see how it's evolving and it's all thanks to you guys for doing this for liking commenting listening sharing even pledging on our patreon you guys are absolutely amazing and make sure you guys are murdering a thirst out there with some liquid death as well because uh that's probably one of the best companies out there right now that i support fully and i love water i mean i'm drinking some dunkin donuts right now because i need coffee but i drink water throughout the day and it's always liquid death but uh, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. So thank you guys so much for 
kind of listening to this chaotic breakdown of day one of Salem Horror Fest. You guys are absolutely amazing. And this was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin, with our co-host, Sam, today. <laughs> and we will catch you guys on Thursday. Come listen, if you dare.